name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And welcome to Best Quality Vacuum, our show examining the Vince Gilliverse, a.k.a. Breaking Bad, El Camino, Better Call Saul, that Super Bowl commercial, a couple of X-Files episodes. Uh, yeah. Just whatever may happen over the course of the years we're doing the show. Yep. Just uh, starting with his birth. <laughs> Uh, and ha- ha- hey y'all i'm a I, yeah. <laughs> i'm a baby i'm kind i'm kind of like you hauser <laughs> <laughs> but i'm talented oh um, man yeah, he's, uh, he's a he's a real charming uh it's a real don't judge a book by its voice <laughs> yep. guy you know like if a book is talking to you you might not know what's inside the book mm-hmm. that's what you learned from vince gilligan yes i got a question for you gary yeah can i trust you the uh you certainly can <laughs> okay good good, yeah. good i uh this episode activated my mirror neurons a lot where i would be like how would i react to this and i would talk too much oh god yeah uh, i'm way more of a soul than than either of these guys for this episode <laughs> yeah. uh, i would yeah. talk a lot until eventually tuco stepped on my neck <laughs> and made me come and then i died uh, <laughs> that's just natural just the muscles release yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. that's what they don't tell you uh, on the battlefield <laughs> there are no versions of the battlefield because you all come at the moment that jerry shoots a bullet and <laughs> chokes you out with a bullet yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. if you're if you're executed by hanging you get the rope and then you you know something you get ropes the, then you get the ropes yeah yeah then they get yeah. the ropes this is gross we should save this energy we have so much like so Other, many places to put this we do yeah yeah <laughs> this is one of our smart shows re-rack re-rack <laughs> uh the um, so this episode uh written by george masters uh directed by charles Hayde, and originally aired march 15th 2009 charles Hayde played somebody on hill street blues apparently so i learned that yeah. from the breaking bad uh podcast yeah that's yeah. a that's a that's a that's a weird one i remember my grandparents watching that show in reruns yeah I, uh, yeah, that's, oof. Mm. um, this is, uh, this is plot important. This, this has big season finale energy. <laughs> it, it, it really does. It feels like it could have been the season finale of the previous season. Yeah. Uh, picks up right the morning, right after, uh, the previous episode where Tuco, uh, kidnaps Walt and Jesse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we see the events that lead up to Tuco's death. Um, that's something that I love about this is, Hey, this big villain, uh, who you think is going to be around forever, you know, like he's going to, mm-hmm. he's going to be, you know, somebody Walt's going to be matching wits with. No, he's gone L- yep. later. <laughs> well, uh, what's next? It really supports my like thesis that, uh, Walt who thinks he can outsmart, you know, he keeps locking into things and failing mm-hmm. forward. Like he, he didn't, you know, he, in his mind, he outsmarted Tuco. So he's ready for the next level. Uh, he didn't outsmart Tuco. He got no. real lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, we also get to meet, uh, Hector Salamanca who ends up being very important to this series, but absolutely pivotally important to uh, better call Saul. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was real surprised when they brought him back in this mm-hmm. series, actually it wasn't so surprised about better call Saul because you know, of course, it's a, yeah. it's a prequel, right? He's, yeah. he's so important. Um, but it's, um, yeah, like he doesn't even get a name here. He is just referred to as Tio, as Uncle or Uncle Tio, uh, by Tio. aka ATM Machine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the uh, uh, it, it's uh, Uncle Uncle. Yeah, um, yeah, huge, hugely important. Uh, played by the Mar- the great uh, Mark Margolis, who once you get into Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, you'll start seeing this guy everywhere. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I love it. He's uh, he's a really important part of the Tales from the Dark Side movie. Uh, the best <laughs> segment of that. It's like not a really important part, but he's he's in it. He's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy gets around. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but uh, we're going to be seeing a lot more of him uh, as it is. And this performance is so good because, you know, he oh, yeah. is and, you know, he, he is not a disabled person. Uh, yeah. however, as, as a character, he is confined to a wheelchair because he had a stroke, uh, and he can only, uh, communicate explicitly by, uh, tapping a bell, you know, like one of those hotel clerk bell yes. uh, kind of things. While I agree with the criticisms that like, you know, one of the big criticisms of better call Saul is that the cartel stuff is a little flat. Mm-hmm. While I agree, it gets a little silly. Like learning the origins of the bell is stupid. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't really need to know about the bell. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I will go to bat for the cartel stuff in Better Call Saul in that, like, it does add shade to this character in Breaking Bad. Yes. Like, seeing him past his power and then seeing how scary he is when he's just, like, a cold-hearted, kind of charismatic, you mm-hmm. know, gangster uh, is worthwhile to me. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tuco was not supposed to, uh, or he wasn't supposed to die here. They were going to mm-hmm. have him be the big villain, uh, in season two, maybe beyond. Uh, but, uh, there are two stories about this. Raymond Cruz, uh, said, Hey, it's really hard to play this guy. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> He's mean. Yeah. You know, like Raymond Cruz, who is a nice guy does not like playing this like psychopath. Uh huh. You know, it's tough for him. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the other bit is that he's got the, uh, uh he had a, a commitment with the closer. Yes. Uh, apparently somebody watches the closer. Uh, um, I think that was back when Glenn close was still on Glenn close oh. and the closer. Ask yeah. The closer. Glenn close and the closers. Mm. Uh, the, uh, they introduced the, the whole team in the second season. <laughs> um, yeah. Which, which is like interesting. Cause I, it's hard for me to imagine Raymond Cruz not playing Tuco. Right. Uh, I've never seen the cl- closer. I'm not a fucking scroll. You know, I don't know anyone who's ever seen the closer. Um, uh, you know, the, it uh, ran at the same time as uh, Ray Donovan. So yeah. I could. <laughs> I guess I couldn't keep that shit straight. The uh, Breaking Bad podcast continues just to be an absolute waste of my time. Okay. Uh, not, not being, you know, not trying to be mean, but they spend a lot of time just complimenting the actors mm-hmm. and then a lot of time. Uh, a little bit of time telling me trivia that I could just read online. And then yeah. a lot of time talking about things that I'm sure are interesting. If like you're talking about your own work. So the, the reason why I bring that up is because they had to like a little prepare yourselves for this trivia. They shot the episodes out of order this season because of when Tuco was available. Right. Uh, that takes up like 10 minutes on the fucking podcast. Ooh. Uh, yeah. It's, it's excruciating. <laughs> Uh, I am, uh, I can't know now how you're not more about these production details. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know that you like the actors you work with. Of course you do. They're great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, I'm sure it's very gracious to just like compliment them every episode, but man, is uh-huh. it making for bad content? <sighs> yeah. I wonder if it's, uh, if it's wise to, uh, to, to, to cut bait for the season and then like check back next time, Come back. see if the format gets better. Cause I don't, I, I, you know, I wasn't listening in season two. I think a, maybe a, my, uh, my, my, my record on podcast was different back when this was airing and I was just hungry for anything. Yeah. Uh, but also it might just be that, uh, uh, I wasn't listening at this point and, uh, specifically Kelly got better. Yeah. She, she might, she, I mean, she's fine. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. dislike any of the people and you get to listen to, to Vince Gilligan talk, which mm-hmm. is like very sweet, yeah. but it just, it's not providing information in a weird way. Yeah. It's like very weirdly information, uh, empty. Yeah. You know, as, as an experience and like, I don't know, 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's another half to this episode, uh, which is all about uh, Walt's family. Uh, Walt just to them, he just disappeared. Mm-hmm. The uh, They're going to be out searching for them, which eventually leads to Hank looking for Jesse's car, which ultimately leads to him uh, having a shootout with Tuco. Yeah. One of the, uh, the big twists of fate here and kind yes. of the start of Hank's transformation into, uh, like a, like a reluctant Superman kind of guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, this like, like PTSD super cop. Yeah. Uh, that he becomes <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's also a strap in as well. There's some season two weirdness. Yeah. Uh, what a couple specific bits we're going to talk about, uh, without further ado, let's get into it though. Let's do, we open up with a pep talk. Mm-hmm. Hank has given a briefing to the DEA folks in the uh, in the office there about Tuco Salamanca. We, we actually open up with a cold open first. Oh, that. shit. Still You're right. Yeah. I, I skipped uh, over and, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the cold open of Jesse's car, the hydraulics bouncing in it uh, in the desert. The windows are all shattered. There are bullets everywhere. Yeah. Uh, we know something bad's happened. This is the end of the episode with the implication, of course, being Jesse got killed. Yeah. Uh, here. Thank you. Yes. Um, and then we get the title sequence and then we get, uh, Hank given the, uh, the pep talk, uh, they've raided all of his known locations, uh, but not found him. So this is a, this is a manhunt. Uh, uh, there's a bit here where he's talking, when he's giving a briefing on who Tuco is, Uh where I, uh, copped a connection to better call Saul that I don't think I've seen mentioned anywhere. Which one? Um, they talk about uh, Tuco killing a meth dealer when they were stealing the meth trade. Okay. But him killing a guy when they were stealing the meth trade from the bikers. That's the same story that Nacho tells when he's explaining to uh, Mike that Tuco's got to go. Oh. He's like, Tuco used to give him this truth way, I was, you know, truth beam or whatever. Mm-hmm. His lie detector, he'd stand right next to him and then he shot him with a shotgun and part of his skull got stuck in my shoulder. Oh, yeah. And I remember that. That's referring yeah. to that event. Huh. So real weird little connection there that I haven't seen brought up online or anything. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't remember that, but that is a, that is a good poll. Yeah. It's just kind of really cool attention to detail when they uh, <laughs> reference the past and better call Saul. Yeah. Uh, man, I just, I, I can't imagine going through and just like writing down all of those pertinent details about that seemed throwaway. That's the kind you of know? work that would kill me. Yeah. Like I, uh, there are people who are really good at that kind of shit, like extremely patient and detail oriented people. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, I'm okay at picking up that stuff. Like my brain gets those little yeah. things passively, but if I have to actively like scour something, right. Uh, ooh, <laughs> that, that That's murder for Mary, for, for Gary. No, it's murder for Mary. As they say, that's the whole expression. <laughs> I, I, like murder for Mary. <laughs> I like them back in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Murder for Mary was pretty good. Yeah. No, they they're actually underrated. Really punk before they, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like our cracker story. <laughs> um, the, uh, so he, he's, yeah, he's briefing everybody. They haven't found him and he's trying to get everyone pumped. You know, he's like, like, I'm going to need you guys to get a, get a hard on for killing, finding and killing this guy. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the HR ladies who just kind of smirk and like, how about you grow too messant with anticipation? <laughs> nah. You know, he wants everyone to get a huge murder boner yeah. uh, for this guy. Oh, and he lists off the rap sheet saying, Hey, you know, we figure with crazy eight disappearing, you know, he doesn't like, uh, he doesn't like competition. Maybe you know, he was responsible for him for informant getting popped. Uh, but most of all, he's this, uh, he's this cartel connection. Yeah. Uh, they, the reason why they are going after him sincerely now is they found a foot, uh, fingerprint. Yeah. Um, 
they found a footprint. It's real junior detective shit. Um, I'm picking up hairs. Uh, they, 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 you know, they, when they found Gonzo and Nodos at the dump, they managed to pull uh, a bloody fingerprint. Hank also says at this point, he's like, if you haven't seen the picture of this guy that has arm, go to my website. It's uh, real funny this, stuff. This episode is really pushing the like Hank's grizzly trophies. <laughs> you know, we talked about the legality of that and you're like, oh, people definitely do that. But he also uh-huh. is hosting them on his website and then eventually he's gifted a part of this dude's body. <laughs> like, he's like a fucking predator. <laughs> <laughs> Just hangs like, them up in his ship. <laughs> yeah, like, it's uh, the ethics of uh, of Hank. Uh, doing this stuff is very funny. Him having a personal website that just pictures of corpses with him smiling next to him. <laughs> like extremely normal behavior, Hank. I, I, I want to roll back. You, you talked about the grill being part of his body. Do you think that his actual teeth are in there? No, but I think that it's still pretty close. It's not good. You behavior. know, like if he, if he, if he kept a prosthetic leg from somebody, mm. that's still pretty gross and trophy and weird. And seems I, like it'd be highly illegal. Like, I think the fact that it's that that, that it's decorative uh, to to me makes that less weird. Like uh, uh, I don't know, we're getting into like weird little like essential things, but to me, like a like a decorative, like a piece of jewelry, but like keeping somebody's ring as opposed to keeping somebody's earring or keeping somebody's, you know, I don't I don't know. Maybe it's just it being in his mouth all the time. Yeah, uh, maybe that makes it feel yeah. very intimate. Like it's a piece of jewelry you gum. <laughs> consistently <laughs> i don't know it just it really seems super illegal to me they don't like yeah. to keep part of the criminal or like a trophy from the criminals you kill <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, hey if, if it's preserved in lucite so any trace evidence could still be uh could still, uh, be, could still be drilled out in the future if they need to clone tuco oh yeah oh like, see uh, there we go tuco and the clonosaurus <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he finishes this up, and he's like, "Yo, let's get this guy you know, doing chants and kind of stuff." Yeah, and then walk out of the hallway, and Hank says to Gomi, eh, "They ain't gonna find him. <laughs> they gonna find him." Really good comedy beat. It's like he's already fled to fled to Mexico, uh, and he's like, Hank goes like, "Listen, I'm gonna need to take some personal time." Gomi, Gomi questions this, and he's like, "Listen, like Walt's gone. Yeah, you know he he disappeared. I gotta do this." Mm-hmm. And uh, Gomi says, "You don't think he, you know, you know, Hank." You know, just kind of makes a grunt with the, you know, the family thinking he maybe killed himself, which right. I would also think if it's, I were the I family. Mean, it is a very real possibility. It hangs over this entire episode. And in real life, this is one of the scariest things that could possibly happen. Oh, dude. Yeah. Every after watching this episode, I was like taking out the trash, you know, and left the, the door open, just had the screen door closed. And I was thinking like, I feel like Tuco rolled up and kidnapped me. <laughs> or if Raymond Cruz did it, like I would, it would be really hard because I, I would have nothing to explain to live. Like why give, I just literally disappeared. He did give Aaron Paul a concussion this episode. Yeah, well, he gave it himself. That's one of the things I got from the podcast. He got it for throwing himself through the door window because oh. uh, Raymond wouldn't do it. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know because the, yeah. uh, the, the, the websites say that, uh, that it is, uh, Tuco who gave what gave no. Aaron or it's yeah, a, Raymond. he gave uh, him the beating, but then the throwing through the fence, which gave him the concussion uh, okay. or throwing through the screen door there. There you go. There you've justified yourself breaking bad podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's a terrifying thing to have happen. And the family, you know, just, I, I love Walt jr. In this episode, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, that's the next one too, but, uh, Hank pulls up to Walt's house and, you know, does his detective thing looking into the, in the Aztec, you know, it's left there. Uh, it's weird mm-hmm. that he is gone, but his car is not, uh, and Skylar's oh. inside talking well, he, to, he de- goes and does some business at the wheel as well. 
at the wheel well. Yeah. Yeah. He goes in. I was like, this is really early for tracking shit. Hmm. But that's uh, for all the world. That's what it looks like is happening. It's the same kind of semiotics of later when they pull something from the wheel well. Yeah. I Um, didn't notice that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little unclear exactly what's happening uh, there. So somebody, you know, can certainly write in and, and I'm sure somebody will and correct the scene who watched it a bunch of times, but it's, he does something with the wheel well as well. Mm Mm-hmm. So no, uh, Skyler's inside talking to detective Tim, uh, who is very frustratingly useless. Yeah. <laughs> she's listing seems, all this, all this stuff that she's done. <laughs> seems like, a, seems like a well-meaning guy, but also, yeah, yeah. Yeah. um, you know, she seems like she's doing all the work, uh, there. The detective is trying to, to get something to follow up on, ask if Walt's been depressed and she says he's been withdrawn, like a little withdrawn. She is being a little withholding. Like he's been yes. being fucking weird as hell. You know, uh, she's, you know, and that's very human to withhold Mm -hmm. that. Like it's a little embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she talks about it being agitated last night, uh, when they got this phone call and she asks about it, like, Hey, if we were able to find anything about it, the detective gets quiet and you know, there's this large unspoken thing like, uh, geez, there's cheating happening here. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be a reason to run off. Yes. Uh, they walk, uh, detective Tim walks out with Hank and Hank says, yeah, I ran that call. It, there, that doesn't exist. must be a second cell phone. And they're both going, Rrr. you know, <laughs> uh, legendary clit hound Walter White is on the prowl. Um, the, <laughs> we're going uh, to see him run his game with the, uh, <laughs> with the principal. It's not a very yeah. good game. He is not, not great he's game. not serving. No, <laughs> you, do, you do not have to hand it to him. He can't get it. Um, <laughs> So we go out to the desert. Uh, Tuco is staying in the desert, throwing away and deconstructing Walt and Jesse's cell phones. Yeah. Uh, just out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and then some, some season two weirdness uh, here. They walk over the car where Walt and Jesse are in there. Walt is pounding. Jesse is resigned. Mm-hmm. They're sweating. And it seems horrible. When the trunk opens, Walt sees a fantasy Skylar, like a force <laughs> ghost of Skylar saying, I understand. That's some season two bullshit right there. Uh, that wouldn't happen later. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks so bad. It's so silly. Angel Skyler. I hate <laughs> Angel Skyler so much. I wish I didn't. Like, it's a great episode, but like, it's so fucking silly. Go to hell, Angel Skyler. <laughs> it's, just, it's really like, it's not how hallucinations work. Nope. You know, I, I don't know. It's it's real on the nose. A little fluffy. Uh, poor yeah. Anna Gunn had to go all the way out to the desert for just one day to shoot the worst scene in this episode. Uh, they could have shot that anywhere. They, they were just shooting up. Uh, they were just shooting up out of the trunk of the car. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Uh, but it's actually Tuco, the opposite of Angel Skylar. <laughs> um, and uh, Jesse starts attacking him because Jesse's like, he's just going to fucking kill us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love this exchange. You know, Jesse just uh, get, uh, to get, gets a leap on him, hoping that a surprise will help him. But uh, uh, Tuco manages to get a hold of him. And Jesse says, I hope I bleed like a mother. That way you have to clean it up. And Tuco responds, It's your ride. I don't got a clean jack. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, get your it's blood a, on your car. Well, yeah. And also, just like I, w- I would have killed you if I, could, if I needed to, <laughs> or yeah. if I wanted to. Like, you'd already be dead uh-huh. at this point. You know, you idiot. Uh, he gestures them into the house. Yeah. Uh, there. Um, Skylar is out uh, canvassing the neighborhood with Marie, uh, putting mm-hmm. a missing person flyers. We're going to be seeing these throughout the uh, uh, throughout the season. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Skylar thanks Marie for helping her. This is the first time they've really spoken in a while since the uh, the Tiara incident that looms large in all of our heads. 
Yeah, it, uh, it's uh, it's the main plot of season two, three, and part of season six. <laughs> um, they, uh, you know, and we don't get to see their reconciliation. It's just like, yeah, she'd no. go to her sister because, of course, you know, any port in a storm, right? Yeah. Marie um, says, you know, I don't think he'll hurt himself, and Skylar just kind of nods, like there's really no, there's no help in this, right? Um, and then Maria tries to clear the air, you know, <laughs> the Tierra Tierra thing, and she starts, she's doing it in a very Marie way. Yeah, you know. I just find it bewildering that and yeah. Skylar's expression, the daggers that she stares yeah. at Marie when she says, Marie, not now. Yeah, it's it's not the time for it. It really know? isn't the time, Marie. Yeah. Uh, Junior is printing out flyers in the nursery and the camera lingers on the diaper box that has the mm-hmm. gun in the cache. Uh, you know, nobody finds it because like, perhaps Walt's hiding in the diaper box. Like I don't, the baby's <laughs> not there yet. I don't know why, what they're trying to do with this camera. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, uh, but yeah, I was, uh, so this episode of the next, I was watching when I was over at the house, taking care of my grandma, uh, mm-hmm. over my parents' house. And, uh, I had to, you know, I was, you know, I-, I wanted to keep her on top of what was happening. So like I was pausing and saying like, okay, so that's who this is. That's what's going on. And I was like, all right. So we hid the money in there. It was a weird mm-hmm. way to watch the episode, but also it helped me keep track of stuff <laughs> like, okay, yeah. with fresh eyes, with fresh eyes near me you know what is being communicated here yeah 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 it's it's kind of i mean it's kind of deft like i guess like the other thing it could be communicating is like a reminder like this dude has a kid yeah. you know on yeah. the way like the stakes i guess but mm-hmm. i mean it's, it's also a scene. it's also a pretty good uh it's a, it's a, it's a pretty big clue uh if he has just rolls of unaccounted for cash and a gun uh hidden right there you know like oh it's a hu- yeah, huge clue like yeah. absolutely a huge clue. There's just no, it's, it's better hidden than it looks like it's yes. trying to be communicated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh then so we go to hell. This, this would be hell. Uh, I, everything about this is hell. I, I said before, like I f- would feel very uncomfortable in movies and stuff where they show people angrily, sometimes speaking a language I don't speak, mm-hmm. uh, would make me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, and then I grapple with that because I'm like, is that bad? And I'm like, no, it's not fucking bad. You just can't understand mm-hmm. if people are mad. You don't, like that's natural. Uh, but this is, this seems awful. To yeah. me. Like all of this shit seems like the scariest thing in the world. I mean, uh, the me. fact that you've I mean, the, like Tio Hector is not actually remarked upon in any of this. Yeah. It's real. Yeah, it's like Resident Evil seven shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way to put it because it, like, like Walt and Jesse are very preoccupied with, uh, with, 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 with Tuco and Tuco's more preoccupied, preoccupied with being a meth maniac. Uh, and like, Walt and Jesse are just sitting on a couch across from this man in a filthy bathrobe with an oxygen tank and who is not speaking. Like we don't even see, like see or hear him ring the bell at this point. He is just nonverbal and it's kind of staring at them. Extremely, extremely Lynchian. Yeah. You know, this, I, this unspeaking, you know, person who's just not remarked upon. (laughs) It's like that one hotel room. (laughs) <laughs> when we went to Milwaukee that one year, that was like the, oh, the, the, the when we the, went the, to the, the guest lounge. Yeah. The, 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 the guest lounge at that one convention. It's like one person, like having the loudest sleep apnea I've ever heard in my life. Uh, you know, like, just, like in the middle of broad daylight sleeping while everyone comes yeah. in and yeah, the, the, it uh, feeds off of the crudite. The veggie tray on the hotel bed. Yeah, I, and then asked like, "Hey, do you guys have any forks or plates?" Or I think, "No." Nah. Uh, 
<laughs> like that was the, one of the more Tuco experiences. Cause the other guy, when I grabbed the water from the mini fridge, uh-huh. he's like, you can't have that. No, just kidding. And said it in that same voice the whole time. <laughs> it's like, why are you fucking tough man in me, man? I'm, a, I'm in the VIP room. At least pretend like we're Retronauts level. Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Very uncomfortable situation. Also, incredible. The, 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 incre- the incredibly loud Spanish language movie playing. Yes. Yeah. I, I God, that's a real treasured memory of just like wandering into a surreal place. Yeah. Oh, I was, I, I was, I mean, the Spanish language movie oh, and, yeah, here. This, in the, yeah, in the yeah. Show, no, I was yeah. just thinking back to that the Milwaukee <laughs> guest room. It's incredible. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they're, they're watching, uh, this black and white, uh, Spanish language movie. This is from a, an old, uh, Spanish comedian. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. The movie's called El Mago or something like that. Yeah. Tuco brings them a jug of water. Uh, Walt basically just body checks Jesse to get the water first <laughs> and hands Dick. it to him. Real asshole move. Yeah. And Tuco has them empty their pockets, uh, and laughs when he, uh, looks at Walter's, uh, at Walt's, uh, wallet and looks at his ID you know, like, ah, uh, Walter Hartwell White. Uh, I thought your name has, was Heisenberg. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's a pseudonym <laughs> business name. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's real happy. He's laughing about the wallet photos, you know, showing Walt next to Junior and Skyler. I like doing business with a family man. There's always a lot of collateral. This yeah. is a crucial piece of information that Walt did not want to go getting. Yes. Yep. And this is this is worst case scenario. Again, very scary. Uh, Jesse has a, a condom in his wallet. Uh, mm-hmm. this, the, uh, the idea that, you know, you just did that in case you got like laid out in the, the world. Uh huh. You know? And as one day I started, uh, becoming sexually active casually, like with, you know, dating and stuff, I realized that most people keep condoms where you would have sex. Yes. You know, like it, it's not a thing. You don't have to have this silly condom ring in your wallet. Like you can, you know, mm-hmm. but then I also realized like there's tons of sex stuff that isn't penetration as well. So like worst case scenario, you end up in an alley and it's gotta happen. I don't know. You can do mouth stuff. Like yeah. you, you don't have to do Sid and Nancy humps against an alley wall. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I used to like, if, if I was, you know, going to a party or something, I would keep one. Uh, me too. You know, I, I did yeah. it too. I'm just saying in retrospect, it, it was, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, it was me but being like, silly. And even in times when I, when I was, you know, going to a place and didn't have, didn't have one, the girl had it. Like yeah. the girl had them because she's, yeah. she's interested. She's, she's interested. Yeah. She's got a vested interest in this. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. She's a participant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she gets the trophy at the end. <laughs> uh, Tugo grabs Walt by the neck and gets in, does his, uh, his lie detector. Mm-hmm. Gets real close to him, stares in the eye and goes, answer me one thing. Can I trust you? Yeah. You know, uh, Walt says yes. And Tugo believes him. There's a really nice little bit here of uh, Walt being a better liar. You know, here, like when he yeah. early on, when he says stuff, Tugo believes it. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, yeah. Tugo explains what's going on. The DE raided his place, but he had a bad feeling about it. Uh, so he jetted. They got the whole crew except for Gonzo. Yeah. Gonzo's not accounted for. He says, yeah. you know, I can see the future. You know, because he's you know, just craving for meth. Like, you know, that's why I bugged out before the raid. And then he goes off um, about never trusting the ones that you love. I like this performance a lot. The It's, uh, it's the- selling lines that would should fall flat. Yes. Like if you wrote down on a script, like never trust the lesson is you never trust the ones you love. What kind of embarrassing high school band shit is that? <laughs> you know, but, but Raymond Cruz does it really well. Like it, it plays as scary and unpredictable I mean, on the and screen. It, 
it like he, he is selling it as something Tuco would say in the depths of whatever he is in the depths of whatever, yeah. whatever you would call what a Tuco is. Yeah. It, wonderful performance here. Just kind yeah. of across the board. Yeah. But he just, he sounds like he sounds incredibly betrayed and hurt by this as he's yeah. screaming it. Well, we're going to, um, we're going to find out this is, uh, his brother-in-law as uh-huh. well. That comes through and this episode or the next one, I can't remember, but yeah. this is kind of family. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why he felt comfortable being like, we can't do him like that to go. Yes. You know, he's got a little bit of familial protection. Jesse, mm-hmm. uh, uh, well, Jesse are like, wait, wait, wait. You're saying that you would kill him in the future <laughs> tense, you know, uh, <laughs> kind of playing their hand a little bit, but basically well, they think that he killed, uh, him, uh yeah, they, they think that they killed that he killed Gonzo because he was a loose end and would be coming yeah. for them next. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. nobody has the right impression. It was just an accident and both sides have acted against their best interest. Yeah. Out of in panic. the wake of this accident, out of panic. Yeah. You know, Jesse tries to relate to him. Like, yeah, I'd ice him too. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Uh, again, very relatable. <laughs> the, 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 okay. Like, like just Jesse stepping out on a limb. Like, yeah, I'd ice him too. Like, you know, just trying to get on his side about this. Agree with him. Shut up. And then Jesse is just completely broken by it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he says really it so good. timidly. <laughs> uh, it's really good. So Tuco is yeah. going to get high. He needs to get high. Uh, and he grabs the meth. This is the rice and meth that they mm-hmm. have in their pocket. They're going to switch with them. Uh, he's, you know, it smells bad. It smells like cheese. Uh, and, and Jesse says it's, it's really good. You know, and he basically does the thing, <laughs> the thing that Walt suggested, like it gets you insanely high. Like the, uh-huh. the thing that Walt was, you know, a fool it's, for saying earlier. It's, it's like, yeah, it's vic- it's very important that he says, oh, it's killer. Uh, yeah. Because, <laughs> he, because he, Jesse is about as subtle as we'll a have wrecking you for ball. Dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a waste of house. Um, yeah. It's, it's just, he's, you know, he's selling it the same way Walt did basically. Yeah. Uh, plausibly. And, and Tuco's not looking for clues at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuco, you know, says like, listen, I'm going to take you Walt to a, a super lab in Mexico. Like we're going to make a lot of money. Uh, and the, what, another line I really like in the show, Walt's like, I, I can't just up, uproot my life and leave. I've got a family. And Tuco goes, you'll get a new one. It's <laughs> fucking aw- scary and awful. You know, he, he, he doesn't say it like a, um, um, like a suggestion, like, Hey, no. you know, whatever. Just you'll get a new one. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like a threat. It's like, that Tuco's is something you're going to do. A family. <laughs> <laughs> you will yeah. provide for these people. This is, you know, Jesse's like, I can't just uproot as well. And he's like, I'm not, who's talking to you? Uh, you know, Tuco, ha- Tuco's hatred and disgust for Jesse is great, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and, uh, that's when Jesse says, you know, my place is I cook that super meth that you have in the bed and then he can't stop talking. No. Um, you know, which is, is their downfall, even though like I, I, in my head, I was like, what if this had worked? Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, first of all, nothing would change because Hank would still show up. Yep. You know, second though, uh, they would end up in Mexico where <laughs> Tuco got the flu and died. Uh-huh. Uh, here in a couple of days, that wouldn't have been good. Yeah. You know, I, so and I don't this think is not the, the near miss that they think it is. Uh, the, the, the cousins wouldn't know specifically, uh, what, uh, what, what happened, but they would definitely kill Walt and Jesse. Yeah. Uh, yeah they, they don't seem super reasonable. No, uh, but he's, he's, you know, he's like, Oh, it's got a secret ingredient. Uh, Tuco asks what it is. And he says, chili powder. <laughs> yeah. Chili. Uh, and Tuco, the, perhaps the most unbelievable fact in this whole episode is that Tuco hates chili powder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I like it's pretty I it. pretty essential in a lot of 
Mexican cooking. I, th- I think maybe he's he's a little bit too authentic for chili powder. I think he wants to cut up his own. I think he wants to cut do his, his own, own do, do 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 his own seasoning as opposed to using a powder. I kind of believe well, no, no chili powder is its own seasoning. It's not a, a, a melange of things. I don't think it's uh, it's just it's, dr- dr- it's dried like up and powder. Mix. It's like dried up and powdered chilies. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he he's just, adding chilies. He wants stuff. to use his own stuff. Yeah, I, I believe. Yeah. It. Yeah, maybe. I mean, but like, it's I don't know. I've I've been in some authentic Mexican cooking situations, and they still use like cumin and shit. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing to hate to me, mm-hmm. especially when you're snorting it. You're not <laughs> eating it. Like it, it's it's they seem unrelated. Like it, I I buy that Jesse oversold it, you yeah, know, and yeah. and just sold past the clothes and stuff. Like all that stuff works. I mean, Tuco also snorts the stuff as opposed to smoking it. I think Jesse would be a little bit more uh, like, oh, yeah, chili powder. That's a great thing to smoke. Uh, yeah. And he's uh, uh, like, no, chili powder, like, it's irritating. Why would I put that up my nose? Well, you know? I bet you meth is pretty irritating. I, I don't think yeah. <laughs> like, I bet you. I, I don't think that's I'm, a concern I'm, I'm, anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm also, why would I put that up my nose as I'm talking about snorting meth? I'm obviously yeah. joking about <laughs> Yeah, that like too. that I would definitely take up my nose <laughs> yeah, as long yeah. as it's pure. Uh, you know, the point is he fucked it up. Yeah. You know, to, to their eyes. Wow. So he pulls why, out his own meth. Why would I poison myself with brown liquor? Only gin for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, um, and he's going to shoot uh, Jesse in the head. Uh-huh. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> you know, and Walt says, I need Jesse as my partner. And then he uses leverage. So Walt is being a dick. He took the water first, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But he is, he isn't, he really doesn't want Jesse to die. You know, listen, if Jesse doesn't go, I don't got to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have this leverage over you. I'm the one who makes the good meth. Yes. You know? It's real sudden when Tuco pulls out the gun. It's basically Frank from It's Always Sunny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, 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 he takes the rip and he's like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, uh, Tuco says, you know, my cousins are driving up right now to grab me. Uh, he looks at Jesse. Uh, you better hope they have room in the trunk. <laughs> like you can come, but we're not going to treat you with respect. Yeah. Back over at the family, Junior uh, is getting ready to go for the train station. Skylar wants to do it herself, but Hank and Marie talk her into staying and getting some rest. Yeah, she hasn't slept. Sorry, I said badly timed water. Mm. Uh, Marie says, uh, you know, they haven't, the fact that they haven't found something bodes well. They haven't found a body that would have smelled something. Just awful. (laughs) Marie being awful. Uh, And Skylar says, we have no leads. Marie says, what about the second cell phone? Uh, Hank's real pissed. They were trying to save this from Skylar until they had more information. Yeah, it's Uh, not, uh, it's not fair really to give her another thing to worry about or think about. Right. Yeah. Uh, Marie, not emotionally intelligent. No. Um, so Hank explains what a second phone call could mean. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has a secret, you know, big or it's a big one or a little one. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Marie kind of corroborates this. Like you just, Skylar, remember he was hiding his cancer for weeks. You know, maybe this has something to do with the weed. You know, maybe he's addicted and owes money to his dealer. It's a a very funny situation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my weed dealer money. He's going to, he's going to kidnap me. Yeah. Um, uh, but I need it so bad. I just oh, I can't can't get away from it. Uh you know, Skylar's like, you don't get hooked on pot like that. And they they, they go, how do you know? You didn't even know you had a second cell phone. <laughs> Marie is lording that she has the knowledge over him. Uh Marie is kind of the fucking worst uh, yeah. in many ways. I was just thinking about uh, this episode. Like it's played for comedy and stuff. I couldn't tolerate being around Marie. No, like people no. who, if they know a little secret that you don't know, have to like lord it over you. This is one of one of the worst qualities a human can have. Yeah, if I if I was Skylar, I'd probably send her as far away as possible. Yeah, I would have divorced her, my sister. 
Well, f- I mean, I mean, just even for this, like in 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 extremis, hey, maybe go across town. Like, yeah, I don't know, maybe yeah. go down and <laughs> cross, cross yeah. these lines, go down to Nogales, fly her there. It, it's it's possible that Walt is in the granite state. Yeah, uh, why don't you go there and check out? <laughs> they bought you a one way ticket. Go check it out. I don't know, man. Uh, Marie gets on my nerves in this episode. Yeah, uh, you know, because it's serious shit, right? Like this would uh-huh. be the time to be quiet. Uh, yes. You summon your emotional, you know, your reserves, your empathy mm-hmm. as, as most, as much as you can. This shit is really scary. I'm not even a family member. And I was feeling that from this, you know, like, yeah. God, man, I, I would be absolute baby steps walking on eggshells around Skylar. Or around this oh stuff. yeah. No, she's Just, seven months fucking pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus, Marie. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, you're, 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 you're here to help. I can't <laughs> like, believe you start the tiara cartel in season four. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's like riveting content. Like yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry you had to hurt so many people to get there. One of the best character redemptions of all time is Marie becomes Tierra Kingpin of Albuquerque. <laughs> oh man. Uh but uh Skylar is telling Hank, hey, you know, grasp at straws. And that's what gets him to follow this weed dealer uh kind of line going over to the Pinkman family home. He's obviously yes. already checked Jesse's house, uh, and he is uh moved up uh to his parents here. We get to see the terrible Mrs. Pinkman again. Yes. Uh, also, lest anybody at me about something, I know I keep saying Maria instead of Marie. My bad. Oh, yeah. Um, so he goes to the house. Uh, he sees Jesse's mom, and they sit down and have a chat. Uh, you know, he's, he's going pretty well. You know, she's she eventually says, you know, why are you looking for Jesse? Are you a cop? He's like, no, I'm with the DEA. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he starts lying about it and then realizes, like, ah, that's real illegal. <laughs> I can't not he, identify myself. Yeah, like there's no like that everything and you know, there's no guarantee that this is not going to involve, you know, yeah. this this person I know is doing shady stuff. Uh yeah. as 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 loath as I am to say it, uh Mrs. Pinkman's in the right here. Yeah, it's 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 very there's a parallel with the scene and the scene later with Hector, mm-hmm. uh, which we get in the next episode. Um yes. the uh but the you know, don't talk to cops. Is, right. the, is the correct move like she doesn't there's a little love loss for her son but she's also mm-hmm. not gonna knock him out yeah. um he he explains basically what what he wants he's like you know and she says listen i couldn't get you in touch with jesse he hasn't been in touch with me over a month uh he asked about her car and she says you know if he had spent half as much time money on on his education as that ridiculous bouncing car Damn. so this gives hank the clue he needs uh to have gomi run a low jack check on a low yeah. rider to try to find the car. Yeah. Not everybody's going to know what Lojack is. Lojack is like a, like a stolen car finding like tracking service. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, a, and a guy you shouldn't trust with money. Uh, <laughs> is that, yeah. is, is that a reference to something that I don't know? No, that's or? just, that's a reference to a guy I know who hangs out behind Arby's <laughs> and will loan you money at horrible interest rates. Lojack <laughs> <laughs> is a user. Yeah. yeah. He's a user, an abuser, two time user. Um, so Tuco is cooking a delicious looking lunch. Oh my God. Uh, just we were talking about this in the green room. He's got meth money. So he gets to just eat flank steak, mm-hmm. like a regular taco filling. Yeah. Um, and just, he's cooking on this just magnificent looking flat top uh, griddle kind of thing. He's got the, got the oil in the, uh, little squirt bottle. So you can uh-huh. spread like, you know, and I, 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 this is some real gringo shit that we're doing. <laughs> like okay. being very impressed by this. Um, but it, it is like very, very impressive. T- it looks very too tasty. It looks very tasty. 
Um, yeah. yeah. Looks awesome. Um, <laughs> Jesse and Walt are over whisper yelling at each other about uh, yes. like smooth move, le- boosting my gun and then leaving it in your house. Yeah. Okay. Chili P. Um, the, uh, this is them showing, they assume, you know, even before they verify this, that Hector is a vegetable. Yes. You know, uh, Walt changes the chance. So they're doing this, you know, giving away the game even beforehand, but then Walt Mm -hmm. changes the channel and sees that Hector doesn't respond. So gets up and waves his hand in his face. Hector is incredibly canny. Yes. Uh, this is, this is awesome. You know, the absolute Mm -hmm. badass shit. Yeah. Well, they changed the channel because, uh, there's a news report about, uh, no dose of Gonzo. (laughs) Yeah. And then when Hector doesn't notice, like, oh yeah, there's a Hector here. Yes. Um, so Jesse's suggesting things to do. He's like, Hey, we, we jump Tuco, you know, I don't know, hit him with something. And he holds up the fly uh, wall, holds up the fly swatter. That's there. Uh, Jesse says like, you're already on your way out, man. Shouldn't you sacrifice yourself for me? Um, <laughs> oh, so my life was worth it here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Walt says that they can try the meth again. And Jesse shoots that down, you know, just like, unless you're going to get him to booty bump and he's made it pretty clear. Uh, how he feels about chili powder. So yeah. yeah. And, and I would have killed for like, I don't know, three or four script pages of them trying to get to go to booty bump. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we for, we formulated what <laughs> you're telling me you got to put this in my ass. <sighs> it's tight, 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 tight. Can't fit in there. Oh, like, <laughs> uh, uh, that was dumb. Sorry, that, that was <laughs> stupid. That was very Idiot. stupid. <laughs> so, so uh, it's specially formulated for rectal absorption. They could say, yeah, it's it's special. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, he's the, that kind the, of scientist. The, he handles the, the chemistry. The, I have. <laughs> And the user experience. Uh, yeah. So what they're going to, their actual plan is also stupid. The idea yeah. is food's done. Uh, Tuco's, you know, eat. It's going to be a long ride. As Tuco starts dealing with Hector, Walt starts lacing the food. He's not lacing it with ricin, which has no mm-hmm. flavor. He's lacing it with crystal methamphetamine, mm-hmm. which Tuco would take one bite of, be like, you put meth in my tacos and then murder them both. Yes. Uh, there's, I don't know what the end game for this was. Like all of their actual plans mm-hmm. would have failed really hard. The only thing that saves them is pure luck. Yes. And this, yeah, and, which I think is important to their like unearned confidence or Walt specifically is unearned confidence in the series. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just think it's going to happen every time. I think so. Something about him that got him out oh. of this. Uh, but as they're putting the meth in, uh, uh, Tuco's wheeling Hector around, uh, and Hector sees it. Yep. Uh, so, uh, he starts dinging his bell. I love, uh, Tuco being very frustrated Mm -hmm. by this. It makes sense. He's like, you know, I feed you first that, or I feed myself first. That's the deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, then he thinks, oh, you know, you want your food. He switches the the thing and Hector, uh, using his limited mobility slides the plate onto the floor. Yeah. Uh, Tuco gets furious. Yeah. Just, just, just a, like a, like a cranky old man kind of thing. Very yeah. annoyed. Like one would get when they are dealing with a, you know, disabled loved one. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a real thing, right? Yes. Like the, the frustration with this Tuco is not good at expressing himself or being patient. You know, he's mm-hmm. Tuco, but yeah. the, uh, this is, this is a well-observed. Yeah. You know? And there's absolutely menacing Hector. We cut to the commercial break. Hector is pointing at Walt and just giving yep. him the, just the, the meanest stare. 
Like, yeah, yeah Matt no, Adam. he's he knows. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to happen. Um, a little bit later, Tuco is sport shooting deer with an AK 47. <laughs> uh, <laughs> doing meth. You know, just killing time. Uh, and Hector is dinging his bell. At first, it seems like he's randomly dinging, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't, I mean, I don't recognize the SOS pattern, uh, but this is the SOS pattern. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's clever. I like it. I just, yeah, I, he's very <laughs> smart. I, I yeah. did recognize it. It sounded random at first. And I was like, oh yeah, no, he's totally, that's what you would do if you had that. Like SOS is a pattern that a lot of people know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, he's just staring at Walt, you know, furious. Uh, Tuco <laughs> comes in and he's like, you mad dogging him? You know, he's, he's having fun in vandalizing his uncle. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, you don't like them, do you? And then he, he takes him and he thinks about it. Why don't you like them? Uh-huh. You know, like you're not just making this up. Yeah. The wheels uh, are, uh, the wheels are turning. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, you know, is like, oh man, you know, it's just that we changed the channel. He was watching one of those telenovelas with those big titty mamas on it mm-hmm. and he got mad, yeah. you know, and to goes that, oh, is that, you know, he laughs. Like, is that why, you know, you wanted your mamacitas? Uh, <laughs> and then Tio doesn't ring the bell. Yeah. You know? Uh, and this uh, this is great. This is incredibly tense. It reminds me a lot of the uh, boogie night scene with the fireworks. Oh yeah, you yeah. know, like th- this is this is great TV making. <laughs> yeah. Just add, like as as we are waiting, like you're just you're just hoping at some point uh, Hector's understanding is going to break down or Tuco is going to ask the wrong questions. Yeah. But he like but but he gets to it. Like yes, are they punking me? Ding. Yeah. Like uh, oh, he like he totally put it together. They're doing something. Yep. They don't know what it is, but they know, you know, he, or Tuco doesn't know exactly what, Yeah, you know, he, he says it's something with the food at some point, mm-hmm. uh, there. So then we cut to, uh, Jesse being thrown outside. This was a thing where the script called for Raymond Cruz to throw, uh, Jesse out, but, uh, him and Aaron Paul discussed it and he's like, I'll do it myself. Yeah. yeah uh, and he did it, uh, so hard that he gave himself a concussion, uh, <laughs> and they made sure to use that shot. <laughs> he got up for a second and then he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> so. I didn't. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, I, w- I wasn't sure. I, I, you know, it's one of those things whenever somebody gets injured on a set, like, do you, do you use that take? Like, is yeah. it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so this is, this is a great little bit of uh, Walt gamesmanship here. Yes. Uh, Tuco is about to execute Jesse. He's like, tell me what you did, Walter. Tell me what you did. Uh, and Walt sees Jesse grab a rock. So he realizes like me actually telling him is the only way to distract him. Yes. You know, and I love this, uh, this delivery. This is super, all this is super good. Yeah. We tried to poison you. We tried to poison you because you're an insane degenerate piece of filth and you deserve to die. He's saying it like, yeah, he is a big badass, right? Yeah. It's his, this is not math voice. Yeah. And he's right. Tuco mm-hmm. has got asked, got to go. Yeah. Uh, Jesse hits him in the head. You know, Walt gets the assault rifle. There's a little bit of a struggle. Yeah. Uh, Tuco gets the upper hand, you know, and Walt has a, like, I can't, you know, shoot two people in combat without taking a huge penalty to my two hit roll. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> not, not when they're, not when they're grappling. Yeah. yeah. When they're grappling, this is a rules nightmare, Walt. <laughs> God damn it. Third edition. Now they're going to do a chase. <laughs> what, what do we do? Um, so, uh, but Jesse managed, managed to, to self-advocate. He grabs the gun from behind Tuco's back and shoots him in the stomach. <laughs> Just to self-advocate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm being funny on purpose, man. Okay. I'm in a good mood. I, okay. <laughs> I'm feeling a mastery of my words. I'm digging it. Okay. No, I, I, yeah. I like it. I just uh, yeah. wanted to, you know, I was expressing admiration through disbelief. Yeah. Uh, the, um, he self-advocates. 
he's a real uh, he's a real uh, he asserts he asserts himself right in the gut yeah yeah uh, yeah and huge huge, huge mistake <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because you know they kick Tuco down into the shallow pit. His gut shot, one of the most painful ways yeah. to die. And Walt just says, "Ah, let him bleed." Um, always a mistake. Always a mistake. Uh, you, it's one. Of, I tap. don't like the movie, but yeah, exactly. Like the 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 movie Zombieland, which I think sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like that they're basically like that's rule number one. Like, yeah, just be. It's worth a bullet to be sure. Mm-hmm. You know, in this kind of thing. Again, I keep thinking of alternate realities. If they had just shot Tuco there, right? Uh, right. They would have gotten the car. Mm-hmm. left and then hank would have just found a dead tuco uh there which would have been really interesting yeah you know without which is i mean basically him him shooting him there but if he yes. just found tuco already dead it would have been i think he would have been more suspicious mm-hmm. you know than he was yeah why well, was jesse's car here momentarily yeah yeah you know since that's where he came so yeah interesting stuff um mm. so uh they go to leave but the tuco has the keys uh and they see a car pulling up they think it's the cousins you know, so they go to run. Uh, Tuco drags himself out of the pit and goes over to the car. Um, and the car is pulling up. It's Hank. Uh, you know, Hank <laughs> the, thinks the, Tuco the is mo- Jesse. The moment when I saw this, like when I realized yeah. what was happening, like, oh yeah. no, <laughs> such a good it's, tense it's, moment. It's really good. Like it's it's a this is this show is all or this episode's like all action and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people talk about like you know Breaking Bad is is more of a drama drama. Uh, or rather better call Saul breaking bad is a, as a crime thriller. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think that's entirely true. There's tons of really good character stuff in breaking bad, yeah. but it does crime thriller really well. Yeah. Like this episode is a crime thriller with lots of like chilling, suspenseful near misses and shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really good at building tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, he realizes it's Tuco. It's not uh, Jesse. Uh, he says, Hey, easy now as Tuco is eyeballing this assault rifle. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they start a firefight against each other. Uh, when you're gut shot, it's maybe not that easy to aim an assault rifle. Yeah. You know, so, you yeah, yeah. can't, can't, can't blame him for spending a clip just trying to figure out which way the bullets go. Yeah. I, it's what I would have done. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, but, uh, he grabs the assault rifle and, uh, uh, this, this trips the, uh, trips the hydraulics. So that's the bouncing yeah. car. Uh, and they both run out of bullets at about the same time. And they're both behind yep. cover. And the only thing that saves Hank is he is faster at getting his gun reloaded and he is able we, to put good. Yeah. He, well, he gets his gun reloaded and he does a thing that's exceedingly video gamey. Like yep. a thing I have done infinite numbers of times in video games, mm-hmm. which is hold my crosshair above where a guy is going to pop his head up after cover. Mm-hmm. It's like what you do 90% of the time in human revolution. Yep. You know, like I was just like, man, that's fucking <laughs> Like, is that an actual um, tactic? Yeah, I felt weirdly like related to it. Uh-huh. Uh, and then as soon as the head's there, you just tap. You yeah. know, it, it's it's a he did a hue and revolution on him. Yeah, so yeah, he gets uh, he gets reloaded sooner and then gets locked in. Yes, you know, uh, there. And uh, he goes over to inspect the body, and Hank realizes it's, it's or Walt recognizes it's Hank, and just like we gotta fucking go. <laughs> Yeah, you know? this is this is not a good scene this scene yeah. got even worse i cannot explain this like i'm glad to be alive but fuck this and he <laughs> he runs away yeah. uh and then we hear the ding like a little mm-hmm. cheeky you know but we hear the ding at the end yeah well after all those after all those shots hector would be ringing the bell <laughs> like he probably on, would be ringing the bell yeah. somebody tell me what's going on <laughs> you know <laughs> the, the um <laughs> could have at least wheeled him to the window give him yeah, a show a watch yeah, yeah. 
uh yeah and that's the end of the episode a really good again really tons of suspense uh very like kind of simple carbs a lot of it <laughs> you know like you know just just guns go blam blam yeah. to go big big scary but it, it's uh it's really well done and yeah. like i really like this episode I mean, like it's the simple cars, but the uh, kind of bottle episode drama of them in that shitty, uh, that shitty house in the desert. Yeah. You know, and just uh, trying to figure out exactly how with it uh, Tio is like selling it as good horror, but also just really, really good tension cranking. Yes. Um, also a detail that we didn't call out uh, after Hector uh, uh, brushes the food off onto the floor. Tuco's like, oh, you're ungrateful. You know, I put you up. <laughs> I put you up oh, in this nice country house. house. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that, too. Like, how did uh, Tuco go from or what happened in between, mm-hmm. you know, Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad? You know, because uh, Hector has kind of a rise again yeah. in this section. Like, he's not, you know, uh, a power player. In Breaking yeah. Bad, but he's still a, a person of interest in Breaking mm-hmm. Bad, and he goes back to the uh, uh, old folks' home yeah. that he's in at the end of Better Call Saul as well. Yes, you know, so uh, something happened, something caused him yeah. to get out. Maybe Tuco got out of prison, and because there was somebody to take care, the the you know, yeah. Hector's care couldn't be uh, couldn't be paid for. So they so they got this place possibly, that and might, then after after uh, Tuco died, there was no family left. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, the, uh, one thing that I really do like that I think is the counteraction to the simple carby, you know, action packedness of this episode mm-hmm. is that, uh, the consequences are real and far reaching. Yeah. Um, this, this is going to set up a lot for, uh, you know, the next episode, Walt dealing with the fugue state and everything. And then the Jesse is broke arc, which mm-hmm. I, uh, is really heartbreaking, Yeah, you know, in terms of portraying Walt's callousness. Yeah. Uh, that we're going to have like the, the fallout from this is really great. And I, mm-hmm. I really love when a work takes its fallout really seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, this has consequences, like things would happen from this. It's not just fun. Yeah. You know, there's uh, no like high fiving after this, there's no high fiving. And then off to the next adventure. In fact, when Walter tries to assert like, Hey, we can go back to the status quo at the end of the next one. It's like, are you fucking delusional? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, super good. Yeah. Good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, uh, and the whole network of stuff that we do, you can go to patreon.com slash duck TV, get a bunch of stuff, uh, $5 per month. You get, uh, bonus episodes of watch out for fireballs and epic suffering. Uh, you get, uh, unfilmable. Uh, that's another just kind of general media show. We talk about horror movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, uh, would like to, uh, you can also leave us a ring review on Apple podcasts or podcast act, of course. And we'd like to thank our producer, Gwen, yes. who also did the theme song, mm-hmm. uh, for this show. Um, she's great. Yeah. Welcome Gwen. We're, we're, we're getting ready to record the first episode of Quackstack, the, uh, premium yeah. show that she's going to be on with us. Yeah. So if you are at the $10 level, look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's about it. I think so. Yeah. We love you. Bye. Well, that's not the sign off. No, oh. no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. No, I was trying to try, trying to think of a way to work it in. I was actually waiting for you to prompt me. And then I realized oh. I can just ask you, uh, uh, Hey man, I'm going through an old storage unit. Is there anything you want me to look for? Oh, sure. Uh, I, I want, I found out recently that Dungeons and Dragons released a pinball cabinet. They're pretty rare and it's a beautiful piece of art. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, know. I know i just don't remember it and i know i really okay. wanted to have it in there and now i'm like ah.
I know. <laughs> I'm a mercurial little bee. <laughs> yeah.